Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the media that made us. First off, I want to thank y'all for all of y'all support that y'all have been giving me for my podcast. I'm It's actually doing pretty good, going pretty well, and I want to just thank y'all for all of the support that y'all have given me. Now, in this episode, we left off um, from episode eight, where basically Spencer just graduated, even though, you know, he couldn't walk at graduation. His friends still threw him a graduation party. And so it goes straight into them beginning their summer together. So... Going into this episode, this was actually a pretty chill episode. I, I like it because, you know, you rarely get to see Spencer relax. And even though he didn't really fully get to relax in this episode, he didn't have as much of a weight on his shoulders as he usually does in past episodes. So it was nice to see him get to actually have some fun and actually get to just relax. But, of course, you know, Spencer, he can't do that for long. So let's get straight into this episode. So it begins with them on the beach. And apparently they had just had a party. Of course, you know, J.J., the party man, he got them a beach house, a million-dollar beach house, to be exact. I don't know where he gets his money from. I mean, he is from Beverly Hills, so that makes sense. But, like, I don't know anybody whose parents can just give him a million-dollar beach house. Maybe a 500 k beach house, but we ain't going to even get to $500,000 in this show because apparently there ain't nothing considering what happened to Beverly High. So, um... Yeah, so apparently JJ also works for this company, or he's working with this company, um, hippo pop, like hippo, hippo energy drinks. I don't remember the exact name, but the point is he's sponsored, he's being sponsored by hippo, um, some hippopotamus energy drink, uh, energy drink company. That's the important part, and it's important because he's also going to try to recruit Spencer. You know, Spencer has the highlight. Everyone wants Spencer. Everyone is trying to recruit Spencer to be in an ad because these college athletes now the ncaa passed it where they can't be they can't necessarily be paid by the school but companies can pay them to represent their brands represent their stuff and so that is where spencer has basically he decides to whether or not he wants to be sponsored by the hippo energy drinks and the reason why i think this is important because spencer a very in-depth type of guy he isn't the type of guy to just go with the flow i mean yeah you know, they're going to pay him, I think they said ten grand just to do the ad and work with them, which is a lot of money, especially for Spencer. But he's always been a moral type of guy. You know, he's very ethical in his decisions, and he doesn't just go with anything that's given to him. And he actually was offered a, I think, a gym sponsorship. It, well, they weren't going to pay him, but he was going to be able to go to the gym, and they just wanted him to take a couple pictures of him wearing his shirt to promote the gym. But... You know, those are the type of stuff that Spencer looks for. That's the type of stuff that he goes after because he knows it's wholesome. And so, but, you know, he, he does need the money. So he, he decides to give the rhino, not the rhino, the hippopotamus. I don't know why he wanted to say rhino. He decides to give the hippopotamus and energy drinks a try. So another thing we see in this episode is Asher is beginning to work for his future stepdad's restaurant and you know that's one thing i've actually like i said asher he's had major character development throughout the entire series and you know he's beginning to become a wholesome a wholesome man and so he begins working for his um future stepdad's restaurant he's learning about you don't really make that much money as a waitress i mean he got some money in tips but you don't really or waiter you don't really make that much money and you know this is shocking to him Mostly because he's usually had everything handed to him. But he's also looking for Jamie, you know, the girl that he does want to be with. But 
for some strange reason, she hasn't been coming to the restaurant or she hasn't been showing up to work for the past few days, which begins to worry Asher. But, you know, I'm I'm sure that she's going to have a reasonable explanation because, you know, they always do. It's usually some, some mess like, oh, I just couldn't be around you or just I needed a break because apparently that's what everybody needs in this show. But we're going to get back to um, Spencer. So I find it very, very funny because Spencer's he hasn't really been a party type of guy. However, I believe he's always wanted to because he just never gets to relax. He's always on the grind. And I think that the boys, him, um, Jordan, Asher, and JJ, they all get to actually relax and have fun for the summer because all competitions are done. They don't have to go to football camp for, like, the next month, I think Jordan said. And they actually end up playing a volleyball match, volleyball match against – it looks like some some older men, middle aged men, middle aged, probably in their forties, their late thirties, early forties, and up. But the thing that's funny about this game is, even though they're like arrogant football players, they think that you know they can beat anyone, and they actually get their butt whooped by these middle aged men. Which of course, you know, Spencer takes more serious than everyone else did. He sees it as, oh, if they can beat us, then anybody else can beat us. Blah 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 blah, and he starts to see himself as weak. But, you know, what I think is important about this is Spencer's always on the grind. He's always thinking about the future, thinking about what's ahead of him, thinking about what's expected of him and how he wants to either meet those expectations or define his own. You know, he's very advocate about making his own expectations and meeting them, as well as pleasing and helping the people who help him become the man he is. And so another thing that I notice about him is he... He's always thinking, you know, and I admire that about him. He's always analyzing the situation. He's thinking about the future. He's thinking about, do I want to be this way? Because he ends up, yes, doing the sponsorship with, um, I think it's Angry Hippo. Yeah, Angry Hippo. I believe that's what the name of the company was, Angry Hippo. And he's he's not just there to have fun. He's there to see, oh, is this what my future is going to be like? Is Is it going to be yacht parties and beach house parties and... And, you know, his best friend, Coop, she points out to him. She's like, Spencer, I never thought that I'd see you um, being that type of guy to just go around making ads. Because basically what happened is he pulled out his phone. And he's just been taking fake videos because you could tell in his voice and his face that he isn't really into it. He's been making videos talking about, yeah, this is me and my friends. We're getting hyped to Angry Hippo and all that stuff. But in reality is he doesn't. He sees that this stuff ain't really for him. He's starting to see that eh, it's not my thing. I'm the type of guy to be this way. And that actually brings us to a good point about Coop and Patience. Now, you got you to gotta be kidding me because, like, first of all, I know apartments are expensive in California. I mean, houses are expensive. Apartments are expensive. Condos, everything in the, in California in general is expensive. Now, I don't understand. Now, I guess, yes, Coop did explain how money was an issue because she wants to get an apartment. So Coop is trying to look for an apartment, and she's been rejected for, you know, numerous reasons. But, you know, it's funny to me, but not really in a bad way funny. It's just the way she explained it, she says that they're rejecting her because either because she's black or she's gay. But she know for a fact that they're rejecting her because she broke. Because, you know, that's something that's like, I don't know, it's just, that it was, it stood out to me that she said that, like, regardless of the reason they're rejecting her, she is broke. And, um, you know, that whole thing with her and Layla in her music career is just, it's sad, you know, that she'll never be able to rap or sing the same again after being shot. But Patience swoops in. 
um, like that amazing girlfriend she is. I mean, you got to give it up for patience. She's extremely supportive. Extremely. Definitely, like, the most supportive girlfriend I've seen in this show. It's just amazing how much she's behind Coop. Um, she's really a ride or die for her. And she's saying, you know, she's making money from her songs and everything. And she offers to help for them to live together in an apartment. Now, you know, realistically, I don't really know that many people who just graduated high school and get an apartment together, you know. I haven't heard any, I mean, I doubt Coop's going to go to college because she didn't even want to finish high school. She chose to get her GED, and Patience hasn't really spoken on it yet. But I don't I don't know how people, they're aged, because, like, they got to be, like, 18, 18, 19 at the max. I definitely think they're 18, though. Um, it's amazing how they got an apartment. They actually was able to get an apartment in California at 18. I don't know with what credit score. I don't know with what significant amount of income they could show. I don't know how they did it, but they actually got an apartment. It was a bad one, by the way, and the person lied to them about the apartment. But, you know, you know, you got to get into that because that's when Olivia swoops in and helps them with the situation. But regardless, it's just amazing. I'm just astounded by the fact that they were actually able to get an apartment, any type of apartment at their age, straight out of high school like that. Because in California at most, because you definitely can't do that um, where I'm from that easily. So I know you can't like just do that in California. But anyway, so the point is, um, Olivia swoops in being her. She's also a hero just behind the the mic and behind the pen. But, you know, heroes come in different ways. Um, She offers to help them get out of the apartment problem. And when she does, she actually moves them in with her now. That don't make no sense to me. I don't know how in the world you can just be moving people in your house. I mean, you move Layla in. You move. I mean, Spencer was moved in by Billy Baker. But, I mean, she just just moved them in. Like, I wish I would try to bring somebody to my mama house and be like, oh, yeah, they finna stay here now. Like, how? Like, I get it because, you know, her parents, they're all at Billy's dad's. Um house trying to take care of him you know he had a heart attack um in the previous episodes previous season actually well previous part of the season and so they've been a little worried about him because he ain't he ain't trying to be no responsible man but we're gonna get into billy and his father um later in this episode because that's a whole situation itself but the point is it's just it's crazy to me how olivia can just moved him into her house like like her parents ain't gonna come back that's what i'm trying to say like i know her parents are at um, Billy's father's house right now taking care of him, but I mean, that's still their house, you know, it's a pretty nice house at that, so I don't, I don't know, she just moves him in with her I don't know if she's charging, charging them or not, but I mean, she needs to be charging them some type of rent, but I mean, she just moves him in and so then we're gonna get into the whole idea of Billy and his father so if there's one difficult relationship in this show, it's definitely got to be between Billy and his father. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to unpack there. It's a lot of stuff that we still don't understand as an audience because there's just, it doesn't make sense. You know, we didn't get to see, all we know is they hate each other, or at least they hated each other. 
And it's just, you know, we didn't see the childhood. Of course, it has something to do with the mother. And I believe Billy holds a grudge at her for putting her in a nursing home. But, you know, the father explained that that is what she wanted him to do. So, you know, now Billy is trying to take care of his father. And he, Laura brings up a good point to um Billy's father. And we're going to explain that in a minute. But we're going to talk about why Billy is trying to take care of his father. And it turns out it's because he feels guilty. He feels guilty for not always being there for his father. He feels guilty for holding that big grudge on his father. You know, this heart attack has helped him realize that this is the only parent he has left. You know, he 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 says that to his father. He's like, one of the reasons I want to take care of you is you're the only parent I have left. And, you know, usually, usually, you have Billy Baker giving Spencer advice, but when he talks to Bi- when he talks to Spencer about this situation, Spencer he he gives some wisdom on him. You know, I got to give it to the man. He he actually be spins the facts. He explained to him how you see him in pain, and it's hard for you to see him that way because you never imagined him. And that's and that's pretty powerful. You know, for a lot of people, like it's, it, it would be hard for me to see my dad in pain. You know, you a lot of people see their fathers or their parents as the strong person, the strongest person ever, the strongest person they've ever known. You know, of course, you have superheroes, but in reality, just people we feel are the strongest are our parents because, you know, they take care of us since the moment we're born. You know, they don't show that sign of weakness that you can see in other people in your life. Your parents are literally usually the strongest people you can see because they're always doing what they have to do to take care of you, to provide for you and make sure you're good. And, you know, I think that's very important that Spencer acknowledged the fact that, you know, when his dad died, it, it just felt unreal to him because you're looking at an unbeatable man, uh, the the person who just, even though he wasn't in his life as much, he, he definitely was like an idol to him. And to see him being human, you know, that's I think that was powerful to acknowledge the fact that parents are human, you know, parents will make mistakes eventually parents um will have their weak moments just like any other human will and for their child to see them weak i know that's gonna be that's gotta be something different because you know i I get ups i don't i get scared whenever my parents get sick and stuff because it's, it's hard to see them in that that type of stage and everything and so like spencer explains to billy how he doesn't realize how hard it may be on him and i think billy said something that it really stood out to me he told his father he said it's not easy for me to see you in pain and it's hard for me to see you hurting but of course i can't imagine how it feels to be the person actually hurting you know that's that's different you know it's hard to see people down it's hard to see people going through things but you got to understand that it's even harder for those people who's actually going through said things and that's just I think that's what making their relationship was so hard at that moment is Billy was trying to cater him and take care of him in any way possible. And his father wanted to still live his life. You know, Billy was telling him what he can and can't do all that stuff when he still wanted to live his life. And so Laura, Laura sits down and she talks to the men and she talks to Billy's father and she tells him how that she just doesn't want to see them grow apart or stop or begin hating each other again when they've came so far and billy's father for once his mature i don't know why his father just seems so immature to me about the stuff he really be on that mess i don't understand why billy be i mean he's his father so of course billy's gonna be like very 
lenient for him, but there's no way I would. Because that man is so rude and disrespectful. But basically, he explains to Billy how he loves him, but it's best for them to love each other from a distance. That if they if they stay too coddled up around each other, then it's just going to make things bad. And, you know, I think that's... I think that happens to a lot of families, a lot of um, relationships with their parents is when kids um, typically, I mean, people tell me this all the time, that you end up liking your family more once you don't live there, which, I mean, I don't understand it. But, hey, I guess people be needing their space, especially old, especially when you consider yourself grown or you're an adult and you feel like, you know, you're used to doing what you want when you want. And it's not easy to go back to having someone tell you what to do. So I guess that would be the sense of what they mean by it's easier to be on your it's better to be on your own and still love them than to be there caught up with next to them so you know anyways back to the main point of the episode so it the episode ends with spencer basically realizes that he does not want to sponsor angry hippo because the people around him like these these iconic legends who play football and everything ends up just being sponsor being a sponsor for these ads or um, throwing parties and everything like this one football player who he feels made an excuse to become the person he is and Spencer doesn't want to become that person he wants to stay true to what he believes in and so he decides not to um, work with angry hippo which I think was a good decision because um, if he were he'd be sacrificing some of his morals for money which you know that's that would take away from his character but at the end of this episode, like I said, it was a nice, good, down-to-earth type episode, and I really enjoyed it. And I hope that you two, you all will, too, whenever y'all watch it, or if y'all already have watched it, y'all did understand the importance of this episode. So thank you, and have a good day.